Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Erin Earth Podcast. Today's episode is all about how to debunk and overcome your limiting beliefs. This episode is actually a webinar that I did on my Facebook group, Worthy and Ready. I do live webinars, live guided meditations, and just post some really cool stuff on that page. So if you love this episode, if you love the webinar, and you want more of this, you can click down below in the show notes. There's a link to the Facebook group. Request to join. I'll give you access to it, and you can go through and watch tons of other live webinars. Before we dive into the episode, I need to remind you all of one super exciting thing. If you are listening in real time, Worthy, my two-month-long compassion and mindfulness-based growth program starts one week from today. This program is everything that I have learned in the past 10 years of my growth journey to get from a place where I really, I didn't know who I was, I was people-pleasing, I was making decisions based on what others would think, I was looking for external validation, I was looking for happiness outside of myself, and I was living someone else's life, frankly, I wasn't living my own life. And through these tools, through these practices that are in the course, through the self-awareness I gain, through the concepts that I've learned, that are all packed into the course, I got to a place where I now truly, deeply honor myself, I know myself, I love myself, I respect myself, and I make decisions based on what I truly want. And because of that, my relationships are better, my career is something that is fulfilling and exciting and something I really, I I wake up every day, like this is Monday now that I'm recording this, And I wake up excited to start the day and just excited to start work because I love it so much. I feel fulfilled. I feel successful. I feel joy. I feel excitement for the future. I feel trusting. And I want you all to feel the same things. And I've seen through this course how other people who have been facing the same challenges all over the world, I'm telling you, all over the world, the same internal struggles can go through can learn about these concepts, can tap into these mindfulness practices, can get the support from a badass community that loves you and accepts you and get support from me and go through this transformation as well. So if this course is calling out to you, it's your time. There's only one more week left. Oh my gosh. It's 10 full weeks of content, of community, of diving in deep with yourself And a ton will change in that period of time, I'm telling you. So if this is calling to you, it's your time now. You have to act soon. I take a phone call with every single person who's interested in the course because I really want you to feel deep in your heart that, yes, (laughs) I'm scared. It's a lot of time. I don't normally invest in myself in this way, but I'm going to do it. I want everyone who goes through the process of, of 
thinking about if they're going to do the course to have this realization that I'm going to invest in myself with my time, with my money, and do this really great thing for myself. So I take a phone call with everyone. Those phone call spots, I only have a few left. So look down below. There's more information about the course and the community, and there's a link within that site where you can sign up for a phone call with me and we will get you into the course. I only have a few spots left and this is the last time I'm running the program for six months. So act soon. Okay. And just a few other reminders. If you love this episode, please do me a huge favor. Tell your friends, share on your Instagram story, or if you love any of the other episodes, please share them up because that helps me get the word out about my work about this podcast. Your support means everything to me, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. Even if you're on the other side of the world and we've never met, I I appreciate you listening into this. It blows my mind whenever people reach out and tell me what they get all these episodes. So yeah, keep sharing it up. Thank you so much. The other reminder I want to give you all is that I have a retreat coming up. It's less than two months away. It's in Iceland. It's going to be fan-freaking-tastic. We're going to be doing yoga with my very, very good friend, Michaela. We are going to be doing mindfulness meditation, personal development. We're going to be hiking. We're going to go to the Blue Lagoon. We're going to hopefully see the Northern Lights. It's in October from the 10th through the 15th. We have a few spots left, so if that is interesting to you, there's also a link down below where you can learn more. Okay, those are all of the pre-episode reminders. Now let's dive in to the limiting belief webinar. Today I'm talking about limiting beliefs. Oh, those are so hard, right? Like so hard. Um, and I think everyone has them. I don't think cross that, cross that out. I know everyone has them. I come up against limiting beliefs every day. I think everyone does. I know everyone does. Every day we come up against limiting beliefs Um, and limiting beliefs are, it's, it's just fear. So it's not something that we have to listen to. It's not something that we have to make our decisions based on. It's something that we can learn to, to process and to, to recognize the difference between our fear and between what is reality because our fear isn't necessarily reality. It's not. Hi, Desiree. How are you? Um, Yeah, our fears aren't reality. They're not. We don't have to make choices based on fear. In fact, when we make choices based on fear, we're just, we're feeding the fear. We're putting, we're putting our energy into this fear and it perpetuates it. But if instead we can sit back, we can really weigh the options. We can feel things out and we can make choices that are more based on love. Like, You know, last week we talked about do what you love Um, and you can go back and watch that video if you scroll down and we should all be doing more of what we love. We really should. And even if that's just in little ways, but oftentimes our fear tells us, no, you don't have the ability. You don't have the money. You're not good enough. You're not going to be able to support yourself. People are going to judge you. Um, There's this, 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 and this reason why everything in the world is against you, but that's all in your head. That's all in our heads, right? It's again, it's not reality. It's just our, we have this, this 
internal system, this, this ego, right. That's just trying to keep us safe. It doesn't want to feel pain. It doesn't want to be rejected. It doesn't want to make mistakes, be embarrassed. But the truth is we're going to do those things anyway. So wouldn't you rather be big and bold and be doing stuff you love and be really going for it and make the mistakes and be at a place where you're like, okay, I'm going to learn from these versus like staying small, staying where you're imitating others and just make the same mistakes that everyone else makes, but not be your true self. So I'm all about really looking at your fear. So I'll get into this a little later about how to practice getting through fear. But first of all, I want to talk about what are some limiting beliefs and how do we, how can we look at these common limiting beliefs and see the flip side? So see what the reality is. And I have a list over here, but if you have any that come up throughout the talk, you can put them in the little comments and I'll, I'll talk about them a little bit. So yeah, if you have a limiting belief, if you can think of one whenever, as we're going through the conversations, feel free to drop it in the comments. So I did a survey both on Instagram and in the Facebook group. And the, surprise, everyone has the same limiting beliefs. Um, they, they look a little differently for everyone, but you know, people put their fear into the same things. Um, all of these limiting beliefs I've, I've faced at some point in my life as well. So the first one, this comes up so much and I've talked about this a ton and I will continue to talk about this forever is I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not special enough, 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 enough of the not being enough because what, what is enoughness? What is it really? You know, when is it ever enough? The truth is we are just who we are. You know, we are born we have experiences that lead to us having strengths. We have experiences that lead to us having things that we need to work on, you know? But we, we all have that. We all have both sides of us. And you, you don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to have a certain education. You don't have to have a certain anything to follow the path that is calling to you. You just have to follow it. You just have to show up every day anyway and take little steps every day anyway. And that will get you to where you are, to where you want to be. So we're all born in this. Life is crazy, right? Like we're born, uh, there's like other people around us, there's trees, there's nature. We're all part of this huge cycle of existence. And I truly believe that we're, we're never alone. We're not alone. You know, we're all, we always have support through nature, through friends, through family, if we're open and ready to receive it, we have support. And I believe that that is a testament to our enoughness it is, it is really within us, that enoughness. And it's hard, it's, it's hard to explain. It's hard to, to feel a lot of times, especially like if you're, it's easy to feel enough when things are going great, right? But it's, it's hard to feel enough when things are not going so great. And that's when we really have to have that compassion for ourselves when we're struggling or when, when, 
you know, if we've had a breakup or if our job is really hard or if we're stressed or if we just lost a loved one, that is when we really have to sit with ourselves and say, it's okay that I'm having these, these hard feelings, this anger, this frustration. That is when it really is needed to soak up our enoughness. So that's a super common one. Um, and if you have any more questions about enoughness, please let me know, drop it in the comments. Um, for those of you who are filtering in and out, we're talking about limiting beliefs. And if you want to share any of your limiting beliefs, you can drop them in the comments. And I'm just going over some of them right now. And later on, I'm going to share about how we can get through those limiting beliefs. Um, yeah. So another one that is common is making decisions. So like, I can't make a clear decision. I'm not good at making decisions. I'm indecisive. Um, but decision-making, I feel like, doesn't have to be this big. It doesn't have to always be a huge thing because you're really never stuck. You know, you can always change your mind. You're always going to have new experiences that are going to be changing your mind anyway because really change is the only constant we have. We can't hold on to anything. We can't hold on to our clothes, our home, our career, our life. Like, you know, we have so little control over everything. But what we can control is, is our reaction. And if we can get into a place where our reaction is more to go with the flow and more to make choices based on what feels good, then our life is going to just become easier, you know? So, and another thing about making decisions is you don't have to make a clear decision all the time. If you don't, if you don't know the answer yet, if it's not clearly coming to you, then maybe you need to sit with it a little longer you know, or maybe it's like, I'm just going to try it out and see how it goes. And if it doesn't work out, then you learned a lesson, <laughs> you know? So yeah, that covers making decisions. So the next limiting belief, and this is a big one. This is a big, big, big one. I don't have enough money or I need to have this much money to be happy or to be able to do this or to have this lifestyle. Money is a huge fear, limiting belief, all of that. And I did a lot of work around my money mindset whenever I first became self-employed because it was scary. I was like, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to support myself? Um, but really our, our feelings about money can be changed, right? So a lot of us who are here in this Western world, Westernized side of the world, we have it so good. We are so privileged. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, we have, we have these air conditioned homes. We have cars, we have cell phones. We have it a lot better a lot of times than we realize we do. But I think that we can kind of, we have to place our fear somewhere. Like we have this, internalized ancestral fear, right? Of surviving and where we place it in this society in this day and age is in our money because our money is what gets us food. It gets us a home. It's what enables us to feed our children. It, what, it's what enables us to go on vacation or to take those classes or to do fun things. So we place so much fear in our money, but that fear is just consuming our energy. So if instead we can take that energy and 
place it on healing our relationship with money, then we can start to trust that money is coming for us and that we are good with money and that we know how to use our money to invest in ourselves and maybe even make a little more money. So like anything else, like any other fear, treat it exactly the same, which I'll talk about that later, but you have to look at it. You have to look at it. You have to, you have to get organized with your money. You have to get serious about paying back your debt. You have to, you have to, I look at my bank accounts every day, every day, because it helps me be clear that like, this is how much I have. <laughs> this is what's going on. This is what I need to do. This is, how, this is what I need to work on. This is what I can't afford. This is what I can't afford. And it helps me stay super clear about what's going on with my money. So for those of you who are just popping in, I'm talking about limiting beliefs. If you've missed some of the conversation, the live video will be up in the Facebook group later on. So I just talked about money. That's a huge one. Um, and yeah, come back to it. Come back to the live video later when it's recorded, when the recording's up and you can check it out. So the next one is, it's, it falls along the same line. So like I'm too young or I'm too old to be successful or to travel or to do anything. So I had this one um, come up for me as well. Like I said, I've had almost all of these. Uh, I thought I, I was afraid I was going to be too young to be able to make a career as um, a teacher, you know, a, a, I teach courses, I teach meditation, things like that. I thought I was too young. Um, but what I found is that my, my age can actually be seen as a strength. It can actually be seen as um, something that's unique to me. And my age makes it so that I'm working with people around my age, you know? So it's, it's younger people who are most of the, most of the people I work with are on the younger side. And I think that's a great place to start working on the, these internal things, you know, when, when you're young. Um, but the same can be true for when you're older, like, when you're older, you have so much more experience. You have so much wisdom. You have, you've had so much life that if you see that as a strength, that can help with your decision-making. So we're really never too young or too old. We just are where we are. And then, and that's enough, you know, once again, going back to the enoughness. So the next one, I've also had this one, is that our past experiences or our family's experiences will shape our future. So, yeah, I've had that, especially when it comes to relationships, because uh, my, you know, I come from a divorced family. My grandparents were divorced, both sets, both sides. And so it's really kind of scared me to be like, am I, is that going to be me as well? But we can choose to say, I'm actually, because this has happened, I'm, once again, you can't ignore it. You have to look at the fear. You have to look at the, the, the part of the limiting belief that is giving you that uncomfortableness. You have to pay attention to it and say, how can I learn a lesson here? How can I dive into this and let this 
shape my future in a more productive way. So looking at what went wrong, what went right within our own relationships, within our families, or whatever it is, money situation, career, um, how we treat our children, those kind of things. We can learn from hard experiences. And we just have to set the intention that we're going to learn instead of numbing it out, you know? And sometimes that means getting help, like going to therapy, reading books, uh, listening to podcasts. So, oh, hey, Elizabeth. So once again, for everyone who is coming through, this is all about limiting beliefs. I've been covering some limiting beliefs so far in the conversation and just talking about them. And in a little bit, I'm going to talk about how to actually make it through limiting beliefs. So if you've missed some, you can always come back and watch the recording later. Um, it'll be up right after the live is done. So the last one I'm going to talk about is not having enough time. So this can be a few different things. So we can feel like we don't have enough time in our day to day. So all the time I, I talk to people and I, you know, recommend, I recommend meditation. Um, I think it's one of the most powerful things you can do for healing, for growth, for getting to know yourself and making decisions, for being present. And a lot of times what I hear is I don't have time and, or, and that can be applied to anything. I don't have time to journal. I don't have time to, you know, eat a healthy snack. I don't have time to exercise, but the truth is it's not that we don't have time. It's that we're not prioritizing. We're letting ourselves do the things that are comfortable. We're letting ourselves do the things that we're used to. So that might be doing what's maybe easier, like getting food based on convenience first on how it makes us feel, or maybe watching an extra episode of the office instead of saying, okay, I'm going to read before I go to bed. And there's no shame involved in any of that, but it's, it's up to us to decide I'm going to do the things that I know will help me and help my family and ultimately help the world. We have the time because literally if you just, I swear if you, this is how I started with meditation in my own life. If you just take five minutes, just five minutes, you will feel a difference within four days. This is scientifically proven. Like I've read a study within four days, you will start to feel a shift occurring with five minutes of meditation. When you wake up, set your alarm five minutes earlier <laughs> and you can meditate before you go to work. It's about making the time. It's about priorities. And slowly over time, as you, as you make five minutes here for this, five minutes here for that, maybe 20 minutes here for that, letting go of things that are not serving you, adding in more things that are serving you, it's going to shape your lifestyle to be one where you have time to do the things you love to do. Refer to last week's episode. Like you can create time, but it's about those small little shifts. Start with five minutes, add on more five minutes. And next thing you know, you've designed a life that is one that you love. 
So those are all the limiting beliefs I'm going to talk about. If you were just tuning in, I just covered some common limiting beliefs, all of which I've had in my own life and how we can look at them in a different light. So you can go back and watch the recording afterward. So now I'm going to talk about how to actually get through them. So one of the ways is to, like I just did, confront them. Say, I have this limiting belief. Where is it stemming from? What's the reality? Okay, so we just talked through that. You can talk through it on your own. You can look up videos about, I don't feel enough, and watch a video of someone talking through it, aka like this video, you know? Um, another powerful practice that I love, I teach this, is called tapping um, or emotional freedom technique, where you're tapping on the meridian points in your body. And you can look this up. I'm not going to go through it right now. It's something that I teach in Worthy. Um, but it's simple. You can do it at home. You can do it for five minutes. And it really calms you down. And you can talk through the limiting beliefs. You can talk yourself through it. And because you're in such a present and calm state, it really gives you this clarity to see what the reality is. So that's called EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique Tapping. It's something I teach in my course, but you can look it up. It's super easy to do. And it really helps a lot. Um, and I just want to say too that that having awareness of your limiting beliefs, of your fears, that is the first step to changing it. So if you're in a place where you're like, I know that I'm scared of this, or I know that I feel like I'm not enough a lot, or I know that I'm really struggling with feeling like I have enough money, you're in a good place. You're in a good place. That Pat yourself on the back because... If, if you don't know about it, how are you going to change it? If you're numb to it and you have no idea and you're just unconsciously repeating this pattern and blaming everything outside of you for why this is occurring, then it's never going to change, right? You're, keep, you're putting your power in someone else's hands. But if you know that it's going on, if you're aware, if you see where it stems from within your own family, within your own upbringing, within the experiences you've had, then you're in a place, you're in your power, and you can make a change. So if you know that it's going on, this fear, this limiting belief, but you feel like it's not shifting yet, just hold on because you're in step one and the shift is going to happen. Don't push it away. Don't say, oh, this is just me. This is just what I do. Here I am doing it again. No, show up for yourself and start doing the work. Start diving in. Start journaling. Start meditating. Start getting help. And then the change will come. Okay? I'm so like, I get so pumped up about just having that self-awareness is powerful. So if you can see your fears, if you can see the limiting beliefs, you are in a great place. So the next way is to, once you see them, you have to get real close to them, <laughs> real close. Um, I have a practice of every few weeks, I write down all my fears. If I'm feeling really scared and tight and, and afraid, um, about, you know, about my career, about money, about moving, about my family, about anything. I get out my notebook and I write all the shit down. I write it all down. Everything that I'm feeling, every fear that's coming up. I'm afraid of this because of this. And once it's on paper, 
it's not that it's really not that scary anymore. You look at it and you remember, Oh, I've done this before. Oh, I've gone through this before. Oh, I know how to handle this. Oh, this isn't even true. Oh, this I'm just making up because this happened. And if something really is heavy in your heart, then there are ways to, there are ways to help shift that. And one thing you can do on your own is to things. We carry things with us because we don't allow ourselves to feel in this society. We don't let ourselves feel. We numb things out. We get on social media. We, we don't cry about it. You know, we don't let ourselves literally scream for angry. So you have to feel things to be able to process them, to be able to, you have to move through it to get through it. You can't just like try to like, ah, I'm just going to put it in that corner and pretend it doesn't exist. Like that doesn't work. Then it's just in the corner and it's like heckling you your whole life. Being like, no, you can't do that. But if you let yourself feel it, if you let yourself go through it, then it'll, it'll dissipate. So you have your list of fears in your journal. You have to let yourself feel it. So you look at one, take some deep breaths, visualize what it was like when it was happening. Really like if you have to cry about it, cry about it, whatever it is, let yourself feel it. And then start to set the intention of forgiveness and passion. I'm all about saying things out loud. I think it's powerful. Say, I forgive myself. I forgive this person. I know that forgiveness is, it is to heal me. It doesn't necessarily make this right that they did this. It doesn't necessarily mean that it was okay, but I am forgiving so that I can let it go. I have compassion for myself. I know that I'm enough even though I've held on to this, even though I have these fears and just give yourself that, that give yourself permission to let it go, to forgive, to feel it. And then it won't be controlling you anymore. It will have less control over you, but that's practice, right? So when I say it's a practice, that means you can't just do it once. And then you're like, check done. You have to do it over and over and over again over and over and over again throughout the rest of your life. Sorry, (laughs) but it gets to a place where it's not painful. You know, the first few times it might be painful when you start doing this work, but you get to a place where it's like, this feels good because I know this is what I need to do to live a life that's fulfilled and connected and where my dreams are coming true and where I'm open to see the magic of life. So you can really get to a place where you love doing You love meditating. You love journaling. You love looking at your fears because you know it's good for you. But it starts small. Five minutes a day. That's it. And then the last way to get through limiting beliefs, to let them control your life, is to start to retrain your brain in the other direction. So if you're someone who... If money is scary and hard and and a struggle, start paying more attention to it. You know, start saying to yourself, money has been hard, but I'm deciding to learn more about it. I'm deciding to put my energy into it. I'm deciding to become better, a better steward of my money. I'm deciding to be grateful for all, all of the money that comes into my life and all of the money that goes out of my life because I know the money that I'm paying on bills and on everything is giving me this life. It's giving me my home. It's giving me my education I'm investing in. 
and start reading books and start, you know, like really affirming to yourself that I am making a change. That even though I have felt this way in the past, I am now deciding that this is who I am. I have the power to change. I am creating this life for myself. This is who I am now. I am enough. I am social. I am I am smart. I am funny. I can do these things. I can have this career I want to have. I can, I can save up and go on that trip that I want to go on. It's taking your power back and it's deciding that this is my life. This is my one precious life. I'm going to feel the way I want to feel and I'm going to respond in the way I want to respond and I'm going to make my life what I want it to be. Ah. So, yeah, I'm really, I'm really passionate about talking about fear. I think it's something that, you know, like we talk a lot about growth. We talk a lot about becoming the highest versions of ourselves. But I don't believe that's possible without accepting who we are now and accepting all parts of who we are now, the afraid parts, the scared parts, the sad parts, the hurt parts. They're, they're all parts of us, and we have to be open to loving those parts of ourselves before we can get to a place where maybe we're not feeling so hurt or maybe we're not feeling so scared. And having the tools to know how to work through them, fears are always going to come up. Stuff is always going to happen, especially if you're growing. You know, you're going to be reaching new places. Um, and if you have the tools to work through them, then... You're resilient, you know? Okie dokie. That's it for today's episode. Once again, I want to remind you, if you want more webinars like this one that are live on video where you can come, you can join, you can share in the conversation, you can leave some comments and stuff, join the Facebook group. The link is down below to join Worthy and Ready. Also, remember again, Worthy starts a week from today. Go check it out. It's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be challenging and it's going to be fun. And it's going to be everything that you need to keep connecting with yourself and live a life where you're going to look back and be like, yeah, I lived. I really lived. I really, really, really lived that life. Okay? So go check it out. All right. I love you all. Please share this episode. And I hope you have an awesome day. Bye.